0: We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with that among
1: these are
0: liberty and the pursuit of happiness, that to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed, that whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it, and to institute new government. But when a long train of abuses and usurpations, pursuing invariably the same object evinces a design to reduce them under absolute despotism, it is their right, it is their duty, to throw off such government and to provide new guards for their future security. You're tuning into
2: The Constitutionalist with Donnie the Don. Don't be political property. Be free.
1: Be free.
2: Thank you guys so much. I'm glad you're here. Um, I didn't do a mic check last time, but I think I'm fine. But if you're listening, can you drop some emojis? to Make sure y'all can hear us, um, uh, just fine, please. Michael and Joshua, could you go ahead and drop something so I can tell if you can hear me fine or not? So, thank you very, very much. Um, so we're back. What we're talking about is it time for a uh, revolution? Um philip you were you missed the whole show you're supposed to be in last time. I don't know where you were, but I'm disappointed in you um so uh can it be peaceful? um uh, we're gonna go ahead and let uh, Michael uh introduce himself again on this one and then uh go in on to the discussion about uh a revolution
3: yeah, my name's Michael Nickens former Republican living out of mississippi um Discussion on revolution, is it necessary? Can it be peaceful? Is it time for one? The answer to all of them, to all those questions is yes. Um, In my opinion though, the revolution should have started back when they implemented uh, the Federalist system. Uh, The Federalist system has been one of the, in my opinions, one of the biggest failures and one of the biggest American experiment failures uh, for many reasons. In my opinion, the system that we are currently under, a presidential federalist system, um, that's created nothing but confusion, has created lack of accountability on all levels, not just the national level. Uh, When I say dissolve the federalist experiment, I'm talking about the entire system itself. Uh, I've been outspoken about our framers who were known federalists and that is uh something many people (laughs) like to sit there and attack me on um basically saying that i'm a traitor that i hate the constitution i hate the united states blah 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 it's not the case it's actually the quite opposite uh the system from day one um has really filled the people uh slowly but surely over the decades our government a government that's supposed to be checked at each level we've seen that hasn't happened our our rights have slowly dwindled now people can contest that to just poor elections or poor um electing the wrong officials which yes that could be a possibility but it, it's in my in my opinion it's not and i truly believe it, it's time to give up on this 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 empire that was created a little over 249 years ago and start anew. Uh, I mean, it's it's well known that empires last average 250 years and we're hitting that road right now. And we're already seeing a quick downward spiral within our government, within our country. I mean, we're at an all time high of division, hatred towards each other. And there's a lot of variables that go into that but the main variable is our government. And um, I mean, the best thing we can do as people is speak up, because if we want it to be peaceful, you gotta let your voices be known. Uh, it's not gonna be something, if, it, if we do wanna go down the road of being peaceful, and I'm always, you go to my, my Twitter page, um, I'm 100% anti war. I'm not looking, war is always the last, last uh, thing on my list to do. But, comma, however, if the peaceful position doesn't work, unfortunately, the only other option is, and I'm probably, <laughs> don't wanna get, hopefully I don't get arrested for this by the FBI or something, whatever, but next thing to go to do is to overthrow the government, which, regardless of what people think and approve of or disapprove of that, that's all right. Uh, it was our right back when our Framers overthrew the Monarch, uh, the Crown, and
2: they started
1: our exactly. I don't
2: want to cut you off. I don't want to cut you off, but that's literally, literally in our anthem. Um, that's part of the, what, what you're hearing is a part of the Declaration of Independence. And that is the anthem we play when we open the show and close it. So, I mean, we've been saying it every episode. So, you're good. <laughs> yep. Yeah.
3: I mean, it, it, it's our right. and people seem to forget that and it's something that I think it goes along with our government brainwashing and indoctrinating people over the over the decades to make it a a touchy subject or make you seem like you're a terrorist or you're a criminal for thinking that saying that and even trying to do it it's our duty when our rights are being infringed upon and our government has turned tyrannical is to overthrow it because at that point the next thing to come is our rights are going to be diminished stripped away slowly and it has been no one can argue that our first amendment is almost gone like it's getting like it's down to the bare minimum and no one seems to wants to fight for us doesn't matter who has been elected you have people who who talk about wanting to fight for Americans, but they don't do anything. Republicans are the biggest ones on that. They always say they're pro-Constitution, pro this, pro the people, but at the end of the day, they're pro themselves. And that's the biggest problem with our government right now. It's riddled with corruption. And I contest that to the many levels and too many middlemen with our government in the sense of the federal system has, yes, they're supposed to be your, your state, your local, your city, and all the way up to national government—all these checks and balances. But in my opinion, it has created a mass, mass chaos. Nothing gets done. Like I said, lack of accountability. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm all ears. I love to hear people's opinion on what they think about my point on this, my stance. I'll hand it over to Don right now.
2: No problem. I'm going to go ahead and uh, throw uh, Mr. Luke up in the house. Welcome back, since you added yourself as a caller. You're next, and we're going to get to Steve and Philip. Yes, and I'm still mad at you, Philip. I'll check my text messages. I'll stop giving you crap. I'm just messing with you. Uh, Go ahead, Luke.
4: All right, I'm going to test it. Can you hear me?
2: Fantastic.
4: All right. Well, I don't know what happened the last time. But anyway, (laughs) um, when Mike... what, what Michael was saying, um, I actually know exactly what he's talking about. And I mentioned this in yesterday, uh, earlier's episode. What Michael is referencing to is the Act of 1871 um, when America became a corporation. Um, if anybody doesn't know about what really happened after the Civil War, um, the North sold us out to the Europe um, after the Civil War. And there was um, debt to be paid. So what happened was after the North won the war, uh, they introduced the Organic Act of 1871. So the South walked into session and they heard the, pro- uh, the proposal to introduce the Act of 1871. And the South said, fuck this, we're not doing this. And they walked out. So now we're at a point where now, um, as Thomas and Jefferson said, it's either, uh, it's either join or die. Um, the problem is, is a lot of the so-called conservatives or patriots are too afraid to stand up and take on uh, the establishment. I call it the Trump establishment for a reason. Um, and again, I'm a grassroots activist from Arizona in Texas. And I'm planning on taking a lot of those constitutional values and bring them to Texas. And things are about to change pretty quickly around here with me around. Um, there's a lot of ways um, that you can change the system. But you have to go about it a peaceful way. If you look at my profile, that is called that is what they call the peacetime flag. Uh, there is actually two original, there's actually two flags um, that represent us. the one that I have on my profile, and then you have the wartime flag. The wartime flag is the one that you see uh, flying around all over the place. Um, the wartime flag uh, or the peacetime flag, I have a shirt, it says, the the United States of America Incorporated is at war with the people that represent this peacetime flag. So it's really important for people to know there's a difference between the United States and the United States of America Incorporated. And that's a lot of things that what Michael has been saying is a lot of things that he's, it sounds like that he's been trying to interpret on. Because America is not America, it's a corporation um and that's why it's important for people to understand this uh because we're at a point like michael said we're in our time where it's either nut up or shut up um and what we just saw from trump is no different than we saw in 2020. arizona has been so badly infiltrated by globalist smart rats like carrie lake karen fan kelly ward um if many people don't know um actually um wendy rogers is actually a good friend of mine i actually have her personal email or phone number um, Trump actually endorsed Rhino Sylvia Allen over Wendy Rogers in 2020. Uh, it's because the LD6, which is the district I'm in, which is uh, Prescott going all the way north, even going up the Flagstaff, believe it or not. Uh, we told Trump to go fuck himself, and we uh, went ahead and went with Wendy Rogers, and Wendy Rogers beat the Democrat by something about 15,000 votes. So. It's either people are, you're either a constitutionalist or you're a traitor. There's no in-between. The border. Um, It's important. So the Statue of Liberty is not what people think it is. Um, What happened after the Act of 1871? Well, um, if you must know, the year after the Organic Act of 1871, the proposal for the Statue of Liberty started. And when the Statue of Liberty went up, that was it. That was the end of our sovereignty. Um, You saw all the infiltration coming in from Europe and all of that. That was it. You can, you can kiss our sovereignty goodbye. Um, There's a difference between liberty and sovereignty or liberty and freedom. Um, When they hoisted up that Statue of Liberty, that was it. Kiss it goodbye. Um, And that's what people have to understand. Um, there's many things. Um, if you go on and listen to David Strait on his YouTube videos, he goes and explains a lot of this stuff um, and, ex- and expands on why what we're living in. It's what we call a fictitious system. It's a two-tier tyrannical system, and it's very important for people to understand that. Um, and again, Michael actually um, explained all of this, and I'm just expanding on what he's um, saying. He might or might may not know what i been what I'm talking about but that's what's important for people to understand this is what we're up against. We are up against a two-tier tyrannical system that has been put in place for almost, for 250 years. This dates back to the Rothschilds and everything. This stuff dates back years. So it's important for people to understand that. Um, But anyway, um, I'm gonna pass and uh, let Donnie and or Michael um, expand on my points
2: good and i want to i want to make sure we get some callers on here too so that we can have a dialogue because it's community also you guys earlier when you don't grab a mic and it's just me and michael speaking or me me and the other people speaking we're going to shut it down because it's supposed to be a conversation so um that's why i i will close it down because it's not just about me just talking so oh, then i guess it's a donnie show today no one else wants to speak um so we'll go ahead and uh I believe Philip is next. Get Philip up in here hey Philip
5: Hey, Donnie. what's going on? Hey what's Michael going
2: hey? On? uh so what do you think about uh is it time for revolution? uh can it be peaceful?
5: yeah, I think can it can you know? be well i think it's I think it's past time for a revolution, but I think we're still in in the stage to where it can be peaceful um my solution to to a peaceful revolution is is individuals like normal people non-politicians need to work really hard at getting in the office and taking our governor our our government back and we push forward through that you know i mean that that's kind of like plan 1 and and plan 2 is you know we, we take it back by force um but go ahead michael
3: no you can continue i'm just once you're done i'll speak on it Okay, I will say because what I'm calling for is the elimination of the federal system, which we're currently in. And I'm talking about full on tearing this thing down and restarting over with a new system that isn't set up.
5: I agree with you. That's what I'm getting at. You know, if we get enough like minded people in the office, just normal people that understand that. And we, we and you can ask Donnie, she'll tell you we need to get to the fundamentals just the Constitution as it was written. Um, not all these gray areas, not all these laws that were pushed over to, to fit their, their certain agenda, which is which is actually unconstitutional in itself. Um, because we do need the Constitution, whether we completely overthrow the government and start over, we still need a Constitution because without a Constitution, you have no foundation. And without that foundation, it's like building a house on sand. It's not going to stand too long. Um, one of the biggest issues, the only reason why we'll be lucky to make it 250 years, is you know, for the last 174, 175 years, however long it's been, they've been hacking it away at that Constitution by adding to, or taking from, or or, or doing anything that fits their agenda. Um, you know, and George Washington had it right. If if we split off into parties. It's going to destroy our country. It's going to divide the country. And we do have to, we have to unite. We have to unite and have, we might have different opinions, but we all need to have the same common goal. Um, And I know that's going to be difficult because we've got people on the far right that have been completely brainwashed. And we've got people on the far left that have been completely brainwashed. And then we've got a lot of people that's, that's stuck in between just waiting on somebody to make a move. You know, and and I hate to say it, but in 2016, Trump seemed to be the one making that move. Um, And if he would have done his research and done his homework, he would have had a lot more people behind him, and we would not be in the place that we're at. But he flipped over on us and turned into a politician, which is very evident now. Um, But... But I, we got to get people in that are not politicians and just strip everything down to the bare bones. Just get right back to the way we were at the very beginning. I mean, that's my opinion. You, you can elaborate on that.
2: Something first before Michael goes. I have this thing um, where you know the you know the party's system is an issue. And I I call this uh, propaganda and all this stupidity and moronic stuff that goes on with people, how they argue against their own rights. It's like a virus that's gone across the nation. Like, And they're like, how do you get rid of this virus? Some people don't want to be smart. People want to be comfortable and stay thinking the same same way they've done. And so I was like, how do I solve this without coming off as if, you know, I want to get rid of every traitor? And honestly, you're a traitor. I mean, if you are against other people's rights and liberties and freedoms, they're God given rights, you're a traitor, to be honest. But I was like, how, how do we solve that problem? So one thing is, I was saying is, I think that the, no, I think, I believe that we should actually fight to get the both political parties, Republican and Democrat parties deemed as terrorist organizations. They have done, um, they have done terrorist, um, things. And then, you know, what the consequences for being a terrorist is. I I I completely agree with that. So I think that when you can't support financially, you can't support a terrorist organization, people are going to be forced not to be able to do it anymore. So when with all this stuff, too, going across the globe, America's, these people's war crimes or crimes in general, what they've done to us, they've stolen money from the American people. They've stolen our land. They've stolen our gold. They've stolen a lot of things from us. And both parties have done it. So and then that's how we can get our stuff back. I was talking to a group last night. If y'all were in there. So, you know, I, you guys know I, I listen to different groups and they let me um, be involved in them. And some of them are like the, the, some of the black groups. And I want people, other people in there to just kick people off. They're talking about reparations in there last night. And I said that word has a negative connotation to it. People, it's, that's it's divisive. The American people are owed what we've been, what's been taking from us. And as honestly, if you want anything back, if you want this land back, you want your gold back, we got to take it back from the people who stole it from us in the first place overall. So this whole thing about getting monopoly money back as a reparation, still nothing. And they're like, you know what? You man, you have a good point there. And that's why I go in these rooms since I'm, I'm able to be able to speak for us on our behalf that people can see things differently. So I think, honestly, I think about how old the Democrat Party is. 194 years, Republican Party, over 170 some years old. How much of that gold have they recycled and kept and all that time and their family bloodlines? We can go take it back from them. Give us our stuff back, honestly. And people say they want this. People are hungry, want this. Well, then take it from who stole it from us. So that's kind of my thoughts on that. I, and I think that um, people are not going to necessarily like getting rid of them and calling them terrorist organizations. But if you're going to deem people as criminals when they're not criminals, but these people actually are criminals, that doesn't sound right like as ass backwards. But, Michael, what did you, you want to uh, add to that?
3: I'll add to oh, yeah, On point, on point. Uh, first off, I mean, if you look left and right, our government, has gotten away with literal murder, not even within our own country, but without, without uh, in other countries. And it gets pushed under the rug. And we were seeing it with Hunter Biden right now. We saw it in 2020 with Hunter Biden. We saw it with Clinton, with Benghazi. We saw it with Obama with his war crimes and crimes against humanity over in Iraq, Afghanistan, Yemen. Libya, we started with Bush, right? it goes left and right. Like It's not even just politicians, it's the elite that continue, the elite, the same people that you're talking about that stole everything and, and have hoarded everything. Um, get away with everything while we normal Americans, <laughs> we sit there and breathe the wrong way and we we'll end up in prison and our whole life is gone.
6: Um,
3: and that, that's, that's just another reason why it's, it's time to burn this shit to the ground. Pardon my language, it's done. Um, there's no fixing this, yeah, we can infiltrate it like Philip said. I mean that's probably be the best way, the peaceful way to do it, and I am all on board, but have we not been trying to do that for the last two hundred and fifty years? I mean isn't that what we continue to do? Try to vote in the right people uh, to represent us and they don 't represent us well that's guess what what needs to happen? We need to get rid of that system. Our biggest issue in our country is not that we're led by tyrants, is that we're led that the people are too lazy to do anything. We sit there and vote in these people to basically speak on our behalf and take all the power away from us. That's how lazy we are. We, we, we don't wanna do anything outside of, oh, I'm gonna vote with this person and they can do, have all the power and decide what's best for us. No, how about, and this is why I've been pushing for a direct or pure democracy. And that is literally, and it, it is implemented over in Switzerland. And again, like this type of government, a pure democracy is literally the people vote on everything. And I know people are like, whoa, that takes too much time or that's just too much of a hassle. Well, guess what? That's why we're sitting here gri- uh, griping and bitching and moaning about us not being free and our, our rights being stripped away and our money being stolen. That's because we're fucking lazy we continue to be lazy, we make excuses like that. But if we implement, if we go about Phillips way, and like I said, I, I'm all about peace. I'm not a man that's looking to go start a war and kill people. But if it has to be done, guess what? I mean, I wrote I rose my right hand. And I, I killed people while I was in the military. I'll do it again if I have to, for a better cause. And that the better cause is to take my freedom back and, and so forth. But if we do it that way, you need to get rid of this system. The federal system is a is a terrible system. It's a system that allows centralized power. That's what federalism is. It is literally central. That's what it creates your central government that controls the whole nation. And then you have your, your, your state government that, again, is central, that controls your whole state your local so on so forth and the people have no power and nothing gets done we don't need five levels of government we don't people are going to say well what about checks and balances well guess what if you're a pure democracy and people weren't lazy we can be that checks and balances why are we why are we sitting back and depending on politicians to be that checks and balance when we can sit there and be that checks and balance all we need and again people I've had this conversation with people that think my idea of creating a unitary type of government, which is just basically one national government, dissolve all states, become a national, one big nation, a pure democratic, constitutional unitary government. I know that sounds far-fetched and I know that sounds, I wouldn't say scary, but out there, but, if we sit there, and I will say this, I, I believe in the Constitution, I trust the Constitution, but it needs to be rewritten. A Constitution shouldn't be able to be interpreted. This should be black and white. If you, if you allow room for interpretation, you allow room for people that over the years have sit there and dwindled and scratched and clawed to destroy this Constitution.
2: And real quick, I, I want to say... Um... Like, for example, you weren't here yesterday with us. I had brought up the 13th Amendment um, and then the slavery piece. But then they're like, but if you're a criminal. And so they create all these unconstitutional laws to turn you into a criminal. So therefore, they can make you a slave again. So I, I'm going to use that as an example of going off what you said. And um, I'm going to read a comment. And I have a comment, too. Um, I want to make sure I I read these. I see a lot of uh, links. Thank you guys for being a community and sharing uh, sources together. This is what we're here for. Radio Freedom says, I think I might be confused about your position, Donnie. You want people to run as independents? I want people. uh, I honestly don't want to support the Republican or Democrat Party anymore, but there are good Republicans. There are some good Democrats. I just don't know the Democrats. I'm not going to say there's not any because it's just because I didn't see them doesn't mean they don't exist. But um, like I like Thomas Massey. I put that stuff in the comment section. Like he's a constitutionalist. Um, he that's dope. I don't ever see anyone in Congress um do that. And I love how he snitches on people. He's like, look what they're <laughs> doing. Both sides,
1: is, look what they're doing. I love Thomas. He
3: look is he is. is the only man in Congress outside of Rand Paul that is a, that follows the Constitution that believes in the Constitution. I'll hand it back over to you. I just wanted to say that i love Thomas Massey.
2: Yeah, definitely Thomas. And then so um so radio. For me, I would prefer the people to run as independents. By the way, most people are turning into independents. If you looked at the chart that I shared yesterday, um there's people there's more independents than there are Republicans, Democrats. There's 42% independents, there's a 26% Republican. Uh, 29% Democrat, you know, and then instead of them going between back and forth in the party, they can just pick an independent person who's constitutional. And when these people run their campaigns, they run on um what will actually uh, bring us together, which is the Constitution, our Bill of Rights and Declaration of Independence. So, I am not a Republican. I'm actually technically, like, for me, I've always been an independent until Trump came along, and I supported him. And they, in another episode, we discussed. I feel like they they fooled me into voting for liberals with our next to their name, and I didn't appreciate it. It's actually slapped my face. I feel betrayed. So that's where my stance is. Um, honestly. I honestly think the party system should be gone, period. It's um it's divided the country. I think if we have better parties, they're just going to infiltrate them anyways and do the same thing all over again. And something that was supposed to start off good turns out bad. I think we focus on uh, the people that are running. Hey, if you really like someone who's doing a lot for the community, say, hey, can you run for office for us? Like a nomination kind of thing will be so much more um efficient, um effective for the country and I want Philip to go ahead and speak. I know you opened your mic up. I think um, the I think you opened your mic when you yes. Parties should be eliminated. I think you opened your mic when he he said something about the infiltrating uh part. Go ahead, and then we're gonna get over to Cole. Cole, you're next. Go ahead and drop some gems for
1: us. All righty, all righty. I
6: got so much support in my community already. Say, Colt, you, you could run for governor and stuff like that because I am talking to all the military guys and stuff like that, bringing out the Constitution. And stuff like that. So I guess next time, because I'm about to turn twenty-five, may ninth. So it's probably in four more years or something like that.
2: That's awesome, awesome, Cole. By the way, you have the same birthday as one of my sisters. (laughs) You said May 9th? Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. (laughs) But yeah, Yeah. you do have a big, you do have a, definitely have a nice support base. Um, If Cole and Michael, y'all know each other, make sure y'all connect. uh, And then you can probably get on Cole's YouTube channel, too.
3: I definitely will. I love Cole. I've been following him for a while. Thank you, bro. Thank you, bro. No problem.
2: No Thank problem. You. I'm, so I'm going to pull over the next Michael real quick. Wait, wait. Michael, did you want to respond to Cole some more before I move to Michael? Sorry. Michael, Michael. <laughs> huh? What? What's going on? I was going to go to the next caller, but I didn't know. Hey, hey, uh, Michael, Michael. I say, oh, like I give <laughs> I interviewed
6: Israel Cruz on my YouTube channel but you need some more support get that video out more. How can I get it out there because get you Donald Trump indoors in Pennsylvania Dr. Ryan? No.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, we, the we just had a whole episode, you missed it. We discussed it in the last one just like <laughs> maybe an hour ago. No, like,
6: like um Adrian is running against Dr. Hobbs.
2: Wow. So I, I got you
6: can independent.
2: I got you. Do me a so, favor, can you send me the link of you guys' interview? And I'll, and I'll push it on my platform, and then also um, we're going to get to the next caller too. So, um, um, so here's my thing. I have a group already, and it's the we have like a inbox constitutionalist group. But they're, they're not that engaging. Some of the folks that are in there. So I was thinking about starting a, a whole new one, and if you guys want to be in those inboxes and we're sharing stuff. Also, um, a lot of times people put every single tweet they ever put out in there. If only trying to put the ones in there that has to do with the Constitution or us fighting our rights. If y'all are down with that, we can start a group message with m- myself and I'll add y'all in it. And I'll start a new um constitutionalist group. With I'm quite sure all of you guys would engage in that so that we can help each other out. But again, we don't add every time you go in spaces and we we'll us talk about the Constitution and we do not add Every other tweet you put in, just anything that has to do with a constitution or rights, um, a candidate that's running for office, something like that. Does that sound good, you guys? Can I get some emojis Is that's what you want me to do?
3: Yes, ma'am.
2: Okay, cool. What's gonna get? What's good? Gonna... Hey, Michael, we're gonna bring the other Michael on. Here we go. Wait, hold <laughs> on here. Wait, cool, hold on. Not you yet. I'm gonna bring you back up when you're ready. Hold on. Um, I hit the wrong button. Okay, now we have Michael. Hey, Michael. Michael, hand- oh, there you go. Go ahead.
7: Okay, great. So, I first wanted to, uh, before I comment on the um, revolution topic, um, I wanted to uh, give my take on when you had. We were talking about your uh, group that you joined when they were discussing reparations and how it was a negative connotation. And uh, what I thought was interesting was um a candidate who's running for congress in Minnesota Royce Wright he con- he kept uh, bringing up the federal reserve and how he during the whole George Floyd um fiasco he led a whole group to the federal reserve branch in Minnesota and everyone was very con- uh, was confused and they uh they didn't understand what he was really going after in terms of who the real enemies were and who was really oppressing everyone and um so i thought that was just something that was really powerful in terms of his angle and how he used everything and he would be a great um he would be a great candidate i think for for the constitutionalists and all that just because he views things on that higher higher and greater level um and then also on the revolution i still think it's peaceful um there's still a window of it. It's shrinking and it's closing very rapidly. Um, but I think if we were to uh, focus on the local and state level strategy still, just because it's an easier fight. Um, and from there, if if we were, if we're able to get constitutionalists um, at, at every level from local to state, I think that would give a lot of power back to the people and then just kind of um taking taking authority and everything away from the from DC in the swamp. Um and just telling them that we won't we won't um uh obey any of the federal level laws that are unconstitutional.
2: And I'll say this too, um I wanna remind everyone too that um we have state constitutions, too. So when we're talking about the Constitution, I, I need to remember that, you know, both. You have this, you know, state constitution. Then we have the U.S. Constitution. And then in Texas state constitution, it, it actually states that if our government doesn't represent us, we can take our government back as well. So I just if y'all haven't looked at your state constitution or you got to dust it off or go get look back at it again, you can. Um, so when we talking about a revolution, too, like that can be local. Um, it's in our state, well, my state constitutions in there. I haven't read everyone's state constitution. Um, but yeah, so definitely look at your, I own state constitutions as well. Um, Michael, you add anything.
3: Uh, I'll first go back on the party, uh, party lines and elimination of the party system. I'm a hundred percent for that. And you hit it on the nail, Donnie, that all, all it brings is division. And that's the whole sense behind it. That's why it was created. George Washington, I think Philip brought that up, um, that it was meant to destroy us and it would, and it has. I mean, a nonpartisan system where there's no parties, you don't need parties. All, all parties are meant for is pyramid schemes and hiding and all candidates to hide behind um, agendas that they don't really support, but they just say they support to get elected. If you, if you eliminate that system, and you force these people to actually run on their own word and their own campaign, and they don't, they're not being backed by, I mean, they're not being backed by a party. You're going to find out who's the liars and who are not. I mean, I've had a a good discussion with one of my professors, uh, because I'm currently going to school for my master's for political science. And he even said, well, you eliminate the system, you're going to still have factions. They're going to join up, come together and, Form in uh, the same way as the party, but, however, that's inevitable, like I told him. And it's something that we see with politicians all the time. Like I said, we have it right now with a lot of these people who consider themselves American first, but they're not. You look at their background, Oz, again, we will bring it up, is 100% real proof behind people trying to use the Republicans, new Republicans. Or Trump's agenda to try to get elected, but not to hop over to the local level, the revolutions, everything else like that. That—that's—that was the point I'm trying to make at this federalist system. There shouldn't be twenty different constitutions, and at the end of the day, anyways, the U.S. Constitution trumps any state constitution. But the problem isn't just at the national level. I've said it; it's at the local level, the state level. And yeah, we can continue to try to do this fighting or electing people that we think are gonna do the right thing for us and continue this circle of disappointment, because that's the way it's been for 250 years, a circle of disappointment. We continue to try to sit there and figure out who's the best person to get in there to do the right thing. The answer is, it's not that way. You need to get away from that system. We need to dissolve that whole system, implement a new system. The system has failed us, and it was meant to fill us. Uh, the whole point of the system was to garner power to a few. And if anyone knows anything about the Federalist Papers, the Federalists, and even the, the Anti-Federalists, I've w- read all those papers, and they even said, made a great point. And it was George Mason, and I think, the Patch now George Mason, and I think Henry, forgetting the guy's first name, made a great point that the federal system and a lot of these federalists who are actual federalists and george washington was one of them abraham lincoln ben franklin all these people we look up to and respect were federalists and this system mimics the absolute monarchy that we were under a lot of these people who are we look up to were loyalists to the crown and they still were but however the revolution came about and we won the revolution. So they implemented a system to garner power back into the few and slowly chip away at our right. Like we don't, the system continues to sit there and strip away our rights. And if people really are serious about their freedom and I get it and I understand, the, like I said, I want peace, but you got to get your hands dirty. Yeah you got to get your hands dirty and there's no way to go about this a peaceful way to be honest to dissolve the system to get rid of the system to overthrow the entire system and that includes the national government your local governments your state governments and create a new system to where like i said the people are in charge we're not in charge right now a representative democracy which or representative republic which is what we are we're not in charge all we all we are in charge or the only power we have is electing these officials to act on on our behalf while we go about living our lives like i get it everyone wants to live their lives in live it peacefully blah 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 but guess what we've done that long enough and we've stuck our head in the dirt and now people are starting to finally wake up and be like what, what the hell happened where's where's my rights at well your, your rights are Exactly where they've always been, and that is in the people you elected who you allowed to strip them away because you continue to sit there and entrust people, strangers, to be honest, a lot of these people are just strangers to do what's right. We need to implement a system of a pure democracy. A pure democracy is the only way.
2: Wait a minute. Only way, democracy. Huh? A pure democracy. Yeah, pure democracy
3: is where the people literally. I mean, I was talking about this earlier. Pure democracy or direct democracy is a system where the people vote on literally everything. Switzerland has this implemented, and we see how. Wait, wait, wait. Whoa.
2: Let's go back to democracy real quick, because I'm gonna have to disagree. I do not want democracy here. I don't want mob rule here at all. Okay. And... And, and so if you have uh, 51% of the people who decide to be crazy liberals and they decide, okay, we're going to screw you guys over. No, thank you. I, I feel like we, we would still have other issues um, that we used to have in this country. If we were to have a democracy, I like having um, our constitutional Republic. I do not want a democracy. Um, I feel like I would be a, uh, well, they would try to be a slave, like a slave, like how they paint the books and stuff. If they were still like, if we were actually a democracy. So I don't, I don't, I have to disagree on the democracy piece. Okay. So,
3: republic obviously republic stands for the power of the people the people have the power so yeah we're we are a republic we're a constitutional republic democracy is not really a form of government It is more of um how do i explain this it's a system right so we are still a republic we're still our constitutional republic but it's a system that's implemented to elect our officials. So if you want to throw away the democracy, that's fine. A pure republic then. If you want to get down to the degree, a pure republic where the people are voting on everything, laws, economics, uh, any anything that gets put forth by our leaders that you elect goes through the people. And that That is the way you ensure... Your checks and balances and your freedom isn't going anywhere because you, at the end of the day, have that power and we don't have a power.
2: We don't have. We don't have any of that. I feel like we're supposed to. But we just don't do anything about it. We just sit there and take it and we let our representatives do whatever they want to and we just sit there and, and just don't do anything about it. Like, if honestly, I feel like when anything, like any unconstitutional laws, like back in the day, they used to have town squares. and They had to look each other in the eye and look at people in the face and decide what they're going to do in their their cities and their towns. And I feel like there was more accountability there. We don't have, as people, we haven't held our elected officials accountable um, for their actions. And they continue to keep doing what they're doing because we just like, oh, well, I have to work or I have to do work in my focus on watching entertainment or sports or do all these other things that have nothing to do like you know with they've distracted us so I, I feel like our democracy doesn't work and if you look at other countries that it's it's not working I think that America could have been could have worked if we actually operated by the way we're supposed to uh, operate on so um we as people actually I mean we have to take action but the democracy is it will make it worse. Um, that's why you hear Republicans and Democrats calling America a democracy, knowing good, darn and well, it's not because they're trying to repeat a lie over and over again. So it becomes truth. But Michael, one second, let Philip go ahead and jump in uh, real quick as we've been talking for a bit. I want, we have people like Joshua who haven't spoken yet and James, um, but Philip, go ahead.
5: Sorry about that. You guys, I got big thumbs in the mic and the hang up thing is right beside each other. And I hung up on you guys. I do apologize. <laughs> Um, so I was going to touch based on the comment that you said that we had these elected officials and we picked the one that we think we can trust. Well, in my lifetime, since I've been old enough to, to know the difference, I've never seen one that even at a young age, common sense tells you that you can't trust them. I mean, it's like when I was young, I could I could sit and watch tv and tell somebody was lying to us i mean it's it's that simple the problem is people have become lazy society has become fucked up and dumb pardon my language but but i mean it is what it is and we just have to we have to the system the way it is now or the way that they that they've made it is screwed up but if we go back to the bare bone fundamentals the way it was intended for our people then we can take control back and 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 I'm telling you we can do it we just have to we have to get people woke up a little bit more and I hate saying wake people up because then you got on one side is the woke and I hate saying that but but we do have to, we do have to get people we have to we have to wake people up more to their rights we have to educate them we have to show them what they're what they're losing you know that's how you get people motivated. You got to show them. Well, you you have this, and that's great, but you should have to have this because people naturally are greedy. So you, you need to. You know, we have to educate people to that. Another thing is, as a society, whether you're on the right or the left, these political figures become like celebrities to to individuals. So they don't see things for what they are, and then whenever they see they screwed up, they can't admit they were wrong. (sighs) As we're seeing now, we've got one side that... that, We've got two sides that cannot admit that either one of them screwed up and they were wrong, all right? Nobody wants to admit they were wrong. It's just... I guess it's human nature for the most part. But I, I still feel like we can infiltrate the government break it back down to the, to the bare bones. And somebody's got to start somewhere. You know, I had people ask me, they said, well, you're running for president of the United States. Why don't you start off running for this and then work your way up to it and work your way up to it? I said, well, there's two reasons. One, I'm not a damn politician. And two, the United States of America doesn't have 20 years for me to go through the damn process to get there to do what it is that I've got in mind to do for the American people. And what I've got in mind to do for the American people is just stand there, be their damn voice, be their damn backbone, and say, we're not going to put up with this shit anymore. And if you don't believe me, listen to that 300 million people out there. And and I know if you're not party-affiliated, then you are capable of talking to both sides. Look, if you find a Republican a Republican candidate that... that actually is for the people. He might be for the first term or for the first year or whatever, but he'll eventually sell his soul to the to the party and that goes either way. But if you have somebody that is actually there for the well-being of everybody, you're not gonna get a damn Democrat to listen to anything they say because they got an R next to their name. And it's the same way with a Democrat. You get a Democrat that's in the office and, and they're actually for the people, and they want to do what's right, and they want to fix things. The Republicans are not going to listen to them. They're just not. I mean, these two parties have separated us to the point to where we're, we're like two different nations. You've got the right and the left. I mean, Jesus, the last time this happened was what? The Civil War? And they're trying to do the same thing to us. So instead of coming after them and saying, we're just going to destroy everything cuz I'm going to tell you with the way society and the way people are right now if you go in and your idea is great by the way but if you go in with the way people are right now and you destroy everything and just everything you're going you got to understand you're going to destroy all of our infrastructure which means you better not like having lights you better not like having roads you better not like having food you better not and 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 people just aren't self-sufficient they're too damn lazy to take care of themselves it, it just it's a great idea, but it has to be done the fastest slowest way possible if that makes any sense whatsoever because we're holding on by a thread. And and the fastest slowest and peaceful way way possible is to infiltrate what we already have established and then fix it. But I'm going to say it again, you cannot fix it and be party affiliated. You cannot you, you, there. Anything that you go against their norm, whether you're in their party or not, as we've seen with Donald Trump, with the Republicans, they're going to turn on you. The Democrats are going to turn on you. If you get somebody in there that is not party affiliated whatsoever, they're only American people affiliated. That's it. They're the voice for the American people, and they can stand up and they can keep the people on track and they can keep the American voice alive. We can force these career politicians to get the hell out of the way or do their damn job. One of the two. I know we can. We, I know for a fact we can. I mean, this is this is 1776 all over again. You know, we just have to do it. But But our original Constitution, the original idea, the original plan, which we got way, way, way away from when this country was developed, was a great idea. I know it was an experiment, but it was still a great idea, and we have to get back to that, and the people have to voice their opinion even more. And you're talking about a democracy. A democracy is, is a democracy and a constitutional republic is very similar. Okay, The only difference is, with a constitutional republic, we have the Constitution. We have it written there in black and white, and I do know it's a little bit confusing. I mean, it's kind of like reading the Bible. You can get confused sometimes. But it, it, it's it's already written. It's written there in black and white. All the stuff that's been added to it and taken away, yeah, it, I mean, we just have to go through and just redo that shit. But that is our foundation. That is what holds us strong. That's what protects us from mob rule, that Constitution. But we need the Constitution, but we also need the voice of the people to make decisions. And the only thing thing that we can't go against is what the Constitution states, you know? So um, being a country without a Constitution would be like being a Christian and not having the Ten Commandments. That's the way I look at it, you know? So it it, it just won't work. Um, But we do need to take our country back uh, 100%.
2: Absolutely. I appreciate you. Let me get to uh, Joshua and James. They haven't spoken yet. Uh, one second, you guys. Michael, do you want to add anything before we get to Joshua?
3: Uh, no, I, I agree with Philip, though. 100% Constitution is, I mean, that's what I, I wasn't calling for the stripping or elimination of the Constitution.
1: I want to make that's that
3: clear. What? I want to make yeah. that clear uh, because that's, he's 100% true, 100% right when it comes to the foundation of this country and the protection of the people. And that's what that constitution is there for. So well said, Philip, 100% agree with you. I would love to literally sit, really sit down and pick your brain um, more about this.
2: But- Well, uh, y'all can inbox over. each other and he will give you his number because he's, he's, he gives a phone over out to everybody. Um, he's, uh, what's the word? Transparent, is which we need that. Um, but Joshua, welcome. What's, what are your thoughts? How are you doing this Sunday evening? Paging Joshua. One, two, three. Where you at? Okay, we're going to pull up James next then, and we'll try Joshua again in a, a second. Um, James, here you are. Where you at, James? James. Is it something on my app or something? Because I can't hear them, but I can hear you, Michael. Hello? Yeah, hey James. Okay.
8: Yeah, I had myself muted and I couldn't figure out how to undo it, but I got it.
1: <laughs>
8: okay, awesome. Uh, yeah, I'm still new to this call-in app. So, um, yeah, uh, when I forget his name, Michael was uh, talking about having a, a direct democracy and stuff. It's like uh, that might be better than what we have now. Personally, um, I'm a voluntarist, so I would rather not have any kind of government or any kind of uh, uh, leaders or rulers or anything like that. Um, but I do think that there are ways to have a, uh, our government be better. And um I, I think it would be kind of unrealistic for me to just think that we're just going to um, give up all of our rulers and our government and, and all that. Like, at, at least I don't think that'll happen anytime soon. Um, I used to think that uh, anarchism was inevitable. Uh, voluntarism and anarchism are basically the same thing. Uh, it means like you're not being ruled by other people. Um, but anyway, uh, um, going back to the democracy thing, um, uh, he was saying that you know, every having everybody vote for everything would be better than what we have now, and uh, I guess that could be true, but I I do think that the free market could handle anything that we allegedly need government for, um. But also, uh, I don't know if anybody agrees m- with me about that, about the uh, anarchism, uh, the voluntarism stuff. I mean, I guess they're basically the same, but um, I could just be the, uh, the oddball in the room that, uh, <laughs> that supports voluntarism. Um, but yeah, if anybody wanted to chime in on that, like uh, I would, uh, you know, go ahead and, and I'd like to say one more thing after that.
3: Um, i I'll say so- no. I'll say something. I'll say something. <laughs> oh, okay. uh, first, first to go back on um, talking about the economics. Um, if you go to my Twitter page, uh, I'm a la- pro laissez-faire capitalist. I mean, government. Mm-hmm. I'm not calling for the government to be regulating. Like I, the government needs to get the hell out of the economy. The government. The reason why our economy is the way it's at is because the government has decided to stick its nose where it doesn't belong. And yep. I'm a true believer that our economy, a an a an economy would work itself out with any type of situation that comes forward if you just give it time. Instead of having yeah. someone intervention, never worked. And we have seen the government, everything they touch, they they fricking destroy. And they didn't enter the economy. And um, I mean, we kind of got away from laissez faire capitalism at, at the beginning of the industrial era. And then definitely in the Great Depression with FDR and I will stand by my statement that FDR was one of the fucking worst presidents we've ever had. He did nothing for the economy. He didn't save the economy. He made it worse. And he was the reason why um, the government is now a permanent stance in the go- in our economy. And they're not going away anytime soon. Mm-hmm. Now, with saying we're saying that, uh, to go on anarchism, as a realist, I'm a true believer that humans are inevitably, and to their core, evil, selfish, violent beings. At the mm-hmm. end of the day, if if we would go to Antarctica, I mean, I don't want to be ruled. No one wants to be ruled. That's not within human nature to be ruled by groups of people or ruled by anyone. However, to live within a civilized nation or it doesn't even have to be a nation, they have to be structure and I, i'm a believer of structure because without it chaos and mass chaos mm-hmm. not because of lack of government just because the people would eventually act on their own natural instinct and okay
8: well i think that we have plenty of chaos with government but go ahead
3: oh yeah you're not wrong i'm not saying with government like that's why we need to fix our government but i'm saying if we had no structure we, we, there's no doubt our government is the cause part of the cause of chaos and that's not the type of chaos I'm talking about but I don't trust human beings any human being without something being put in place to help, hold them accountable to do the right thing I truly believe at the end of the day and we see it every day how there's a free out.
8: market reasons for people to behave in a good way though
3: yeah, but how do you hold people accountable when it comes to murder, rape?
8: Shoot them in the face.
3: I mean, <laughs> you're not wrong, but I'm just saying, like, I think that, like, my belief as a realist, if you look up realism, I mean, there's two types of theories behind realist and idealist. And realists, like I said, at, at the end of the day, I just don't, I don't trust humans. I don't trust humans to do the right thing.
8: Yeah. Um, have you ever heard of the, um, the phenomenon known as uh, spontaneous order? Uh, yes. Okay, so that's basically the idea that um, things will work themselves out and will have, like, some semblance of order without having a uh, controlling force. And um, as far as the idea that we need government, a government structure to keep people from uh, being bad, in a sense... Um, I would argue that having a government structure enables bad people to, um, to obtain positions of power and to do things that are even uh, – to do even greater evils than they could um, as an individual. Yeah. All right.
3: So I'm not saying a government keeps people from being bad. People are bad, naturally. All of us are bad. Like, all of us are capable of being evil. Some people just act on it. There's nothing – a government's not going to stop that. My belief is we need that structure in order to hold these people accountable to keep if – if we want to live
0: in a I mean, civilized I, or civil
8: mm-hmm. – Okay, well, I mean I, I said earlier that there's uh, – there are ways to hold people accountable that don't involve government, but I would also add that uh, government protects evil people all the time.
4: I
3: you can't. I'm not gonna argue with that. We see it every day. We see our government. Government like yeah. can get
9: corrupt, but
2: yeah, we can definitely. Go down. We, yeah, you know, governments you, they do uh, protect evil people, but people protect evil people. Really, really, people are literally uh, defending and protecting evil people at this point today. Um, so uh, let's be really real about this. We have to have some kind of structure. And I believe that with everything we have was given to us, the the land, you know, God gave us these rights and liberties. That's why I feel like no man has the uh, authority to take those from us individually. Mm
8: -hmm. And I
2: I feel like um, we may have to do some um, positive indoctrination or positive um, teachings or propaganda in a sense to where. We can wake people up into I, I can't believe in our in this day and age, we have people who actually fight against their own rights. They will argue against their own rights against someone else. Mm-hmm. And I, I and I feel like we have to have something in place. Um, I don't honestly, I feel like we will be better off if everyone was armed. So we would have a faster reaction time than the police would. And if we we have to know how we practice, we train, we know safety, all that stuff, even as children, we know how mm-hmm. to protect the home if dad's not home. Um, yeah, so. Uh, but but the yeah, thing what is, do they say?
8: They're, what's they're, it they're like? Uh, it. Oh, sorry. I was just going to say that uh, the average home invasion is less than 10 minutes and the average police response time is 10 minutes.
10: <laughs>
8: so,
1: yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah, so I, I think that uh, as individuals, we are supposed to have already have these individual liberties, already have these things. We're just been so we're, we've been living in a, a country where those things are not represented and are not happening um, at all. I and mean, then you're actually demonized if you were to protect your home, if you were to do mm. this or that, and the third. Um, so we have have to uh, make it has to be normalized. And I uh, there was was it Sweden? What com- what country was it? Were they or Switzerland? Which one actually required every citizen to be armed? I can't remember which I one. Think that
8: was. That was, I think that was. I think that's Sweden. I'm not yes. sure. I can't.
2: Okay, because they don't really typically have certain issues in their country. You know, I guess that no one's ever tried to invade them either.
3: It was actually Switzerland. Hmm. Switzerland. Switzerland. Oh uh, yeah. Point, yeah, that's why they're 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 known thing is being neutral, uh, and they're on They don't hmm. spend a lot of money on their their defense because their defense is their people and. I'm 100% for that like I've also talked on the not the elimination of our military but the cutting back of our bloated defense budget that mm-hmm. we spend on and if if we arm our people we 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 literally make their, every United States citizen arm and make them train we don't need to have people signing up for military cuz we have our military and if I'm um yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to get into that
2: because that's like a whole other topic. But yeah, it was Switzerland. Yeah, definitely, right. Thanks. Thank you so much. Let's get to Joshua. He hasn't spoken yet. We have some oh, okay. folks on in the in the waiting area if who have spoken. Um, yet.
8: If I could just say one one more thing, like uh, I was uh, arguing like in favor of like free market stuff and like anarchism and all that, but I I know that that is a, a kind of an idealist uh, view of things where it's like. Um, I kind of think that'll happen someday, but not in my lifetime, but I think in the meantime that there are ways that we can make our government better. So I'll just, uh, um, leave off with that.
2: Gotcha. And honestly, I think, you know, maybe something like that could work in a local area, but I don't know, uh, across the nation that that would be happening. I, I've actually seen people who have run for office, um, uh, with those ideologies. So You never know what could happen, but we're going to make Joshua the next caller. James, thank you so much for coming up. Joshua, is your mic working? Paging Joshua, one, two, three. Paging Joshua. All right, we're going to get to Joe. Hey, Joe. Joe
3: I think everyone fell safe on us
11: okay is it working there we go hi longtime listener first time caller
2: <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much I appreciate you for being here with us
11: oh yeah, this is great I'm loving it you really are consolidating like uh, different people from like those first spaces that we were in on Twitter you know what I mean like the echo chambers, the conservative echo chambers.
2: Oh, yeah. Where
11: everybody was. Yeah, this is very different now. I can definitely tell the difference.
2: Yeah, you know what, too, Joe? You're a part of that, too, just so you know, because um, you, <laughs> you suggested it. You suggested it, so it's evolved over time.
11: <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I remember really trying to mention anything like against the Republican Party. And everybody's just like, no, we can't do anything else. We have to go Republican no matter what. And it just got ridiculous.
2: Yeah, it did. You know what, though? I, I did speak against them, too. And people, would you know, challenge me. But I always, another thing, too, is when I, when we have discussions like on here or on Twitter spaces, we have receipts we show proof of what we're talking about. We refer to the actual piece of the constitution that we're talking about. And I think that has helped a lot um, to um, get people to actually look into certain things. Some people who were going at me for going against Abbott. Oh, speaking that, I was going to bring that up earlier. I was, t- I was called a turncoat today and I'm not a traitor. Um, and so just because I don't support your party your party does not support me. I'm not going to stand behind something that is, that's not standing up for me. I mean, if, not, if they're bent over, what's going to happen to me? So absolutely not. And then, and then I had to talk to people about this and then convince them about, like I said, I think what's going to unite us is people realizing and uh, reading their constitution bill of rights and declaration of independence as if your life depends on it. What happened to you, Michael? Do You have to go. Um, but as if your life depends on it. And so we, we have to really encourage everyone to do that. And honestly, man, um, if you can find an audible version, if you don't like reading something, um, uh, make sure it's accurate though. And it's not like lies in it, but know what your rights are. So you're not sitting there looking silly and arguing against them. Um, and then Joe actually said something interesting at first. I know one thing I was thinking about uh, the uh, disagreement I kind of had with him, but was we uh, think everyone should be able to go freely across the, the, glo- the earth, the globe. And I'm like, you know what? I actually see what you're coming from. God did give us his land. I would love to be able to go and see beautiful places in China or Russia or or the concept of Africa. I would like to be able to go anywhere without any problems or issues and meet all kinds of people. And honestly, think about that. Now we're only dividing our countries and the countries we're in. We're, we're divided across the globe and they're trying to go crazy and do this whole new world order, um, new world order and stuff on us. So Joe, um, you have enlightened me and that's what we, that's what we had to have this community. That's why we had to, to really work with each other to talk. Now people want to be a troll and want to just attack. Okay. Then then next, next, I waste your time. But yeah, Joe, I appreciate your contribution to the community and you guys uh to check him out um if you know who he is on Twitter if he wants to put it in the the comment section but Joe, go ahead. And Michael on as a speaker, so come back up. There you go. Sorry, Joe, go ahead.
1: Yeah, on,
11: on Twitter, I'm pretty snarky towards the uh, parties and stuff. Um, I don't do the PC thing, but I'm pretty sure I'm like pretty much blocked though. I don't know or shadow ban or something. I don't know cuz like even when um as I was telling you I was I was tagging those um those guys on Serious XM Radio and telling them that they are in essence shilling for half of the problem, you know. And like and they just won't respond to that, but they are half the problem. They are the people that are keeping conservatives under the Republican thumb. The Republican Party is not the conservative party. Conservatives do not have a party. Sorry, I don't know if you agree with that or not. And that's like, if you remember, Donny, we uh, first I, uh, disagreed I about the third 100%.
2: party. Thing. I agree 100% with you that we do not have um any representation as conservatives we have an, an, an illusion of one.
11: Yes. Exactly. And I really, really want to talk about solutions. And I was trying to get on uh David Webb's show. I'm gonna try again on Monday to get on his show, which is from nine to noon on Sirius XM radio, channel one twenty five. He's always talking about, I mean like a part of his slogan is he wants to talk about how to fix the country. So If you guys want to give me some ideas at the same time, I can throw at him. But here's mine so far. I want to straight up cut these bastards off at the knees. So here's what I think we should do is get the word out there over the next few months.
1: I can't hear you, Joe.
11: That they have a convention of states. And the very first thing that they can change is, I say 10-year, but maybe 20-year term limits starting this November. It'll smash these bastards right there off the spot with just that right there. Then we get our third party, our people together. We need a home, as I was saying in the comments. We need a home, a name something so everybody knows you don't have to be a part of these two parties. I mean, think about that. Like your chart said last night, 42% of the people are independent. And those, I believe, that claim one party or the other, only about half of them are serious. If they were given a strong third option, I know that we would pull people from everywhere. But we've got to do something right now. This voting for either party in November is just asinine, stupid.
2: Absolutely, and then here's another solution I want. I I was talking about too. You may maybe someone. was the best option during the regular race. How about we do, um, look at what your state says about write-ins. I feel like any time we may have thought that another candidate running in the primary was good and strong, and then they sit there and don't fight back, and they just sit there and take the the most likely a fake L, and they don't do anything. So y'all should look for people and get behind certain people too that you can consider for a write-in um and these elections and the primaries so in Texas we have until July to get 5000 signatures to have a, a write in option and then the then you have midterms and then also if you're going to do the write in option make sure you guys have a system in place with the people that you're talking to where you guys can kind of do your own audit because you they're not going to do the audit we got in Texas they begged and begged and begged for an audit is not happening so at least when you getting with these people, get their commitment, because like have them sign something like a Declaration of Independence and say, and, I'm, and uh, we're going to be doing that in Texas, just so you know, have them sign the Declaration of Independence and a uh, commitment that they're going to go actually make sure they give you the real email address where they get a notification on top of their phone that, you know, a reminder, hey, remember your duty is, is here. It's time to go and write this person's name in. And honestly, I wouldn't say to do it for a whole bunch of seats. Maybe go for the, your lieutenant governor or your governor's positions so that we we can gun hole in one person. So we can squash the whole thing of people saying, oh, no. Uh, these elections aren't stolen. They're free and fair. Well, here you guys posted that we only had 12,000 people vote for this person and write them in on an election ballot. But we have people who have took it, taken pictures of who they voted for, and it's well over 2,000 and maybe 100,000 people. Where happens to all these other votes at? And then even if they don't win... We still win in a certain sense because we prove that the system is working against people and putting people in office and trying to make it look a certain way as if people don't want us there. They don't want the constitutional bill of rights. They don't want these things. That's what they're doing. So that's another thing we can do. I don't know if uh, if you want to take that solution with you, Joe. Um, Michael, I don't I don't think you've heard that solution from me yet. Um, I would like to hear your feedback on it. But Joe, go ahead um, on the solution piece.
11: Okay, well, the only way that we're really going to be able to do this is if we can get the conservative uh, shills on board, such Mm -hmm. as the few so far. The only way that we can really get it is to get on these platforms, these major platforms, and just pretty much speak our piece. Donnie, I would love for you to be the one to be speaking to these people on the radio and things like that and getting the message out there because you're a lot more articulate than I am.
2: I don't know about that, but um, I wouldn't mind doing that. But I will say this. I think the thing is that we think that we need the the public figures or someone to get on board with us. I don't think so. If they are funded by someone else, they're not gonna do it most likely. They're um public figures, it, but Yeah. But on. here's the thing. There's different organizations in your states that actually are fighting different groups so that they can help you push the message and get this stuff across. Like there you have human rights activist groups, real ones, um, a lot of farmers who get ignored and they have money. They have um, connections. They know people. We have to get connected with the right people in the same groups. that think like we do to help us push a message. Um, I, I don't think uh, we're going to get someone with a big name. I won't name any names particularly right now to, to help push this kind of stuff unless they organically grew on their own. Uh, but I think we can, as people do it, as long as we uh, we have the common, if we understand a few common things that we have that we're fighting for, and then we'll be able to get it done. But when you start adding a whole bunch of other things, like the convention estates states and things like that, people can get kind of like, what is that? Some people don't even know what that is. So I, I think if we focus on the basics, the simple stuff, and then we all come behind on that, and then we get with these different groups who stand with those things as well. We can do it, and some of these groups are huge, we' just never heard of them before. like I never heard of some of the groups we in Texas until um i I needed them actually <laughs> but Joe, I appreciate that. Go ahead
11: as a step, absolutely uh get with those groups. But what I'm saying is this is we have to get the word out somehow. And these uh, radio stations, as for instance, or these podcasts and things like that that you can call into live, there are millions of people listening to that. Just plant the seed. That's all we got to do is plant that seed.
2: Do we can ca- do did, it. Do they answer every caller? Or do they cherry there, pick?
11: get on hold, then yes. And I called them out okay. like specifically, and then David Webb called me back out and said to call in. But by the time I could, it was full. But if you can get in there, you can get in there.
2: Okay, I that's that's a solution, guys. Um, we'll talk more on that, Joe. I, I know we've kind of already been talking about it already. Um, I actually did d- download the app, by the way, for the that radio that you're talking about. Um, so yeah, I need to uh, look into that too and try to sneak my butt in there <laughs> and get on the call. Hello, out my voice channel said what? I lost him. Um, I, I did pop one and be like, "Every time you got pop up, up, up here, now I'm talking. I'm sorry, I, I did say it one more time. I'll be quiet." XM Radio, channel I don't want to fight you, Joe. You wait until I start talking.
11: <laughs> XM Radio, <laughs> channel one, you, two, five.
1: <laughs> Patriot right. Radio.
2: Okay, put it. Can you put in this in the chat too, so we can all go in there and call yes. them up? Thank you. All yes. right, we have a new face I haven't spoken to yet, and we have a, the line still lined up. You guys are gonna make sure I stay on here, late, aren't you? I don't know how long Michael can stay on here. I know Michael has got a family.
3: Yeah, I'm about to say that. I gotta get going right now. My daughter's starting to fuss real bad, and I have to put her down. So.
7: Um,
2: okay, I can I can hold it down for a bit you guys, but we haven't uh heard from Sheila yet and I've never heard from her like on here speaking before. So let's go ahead and uh bring her over. Well, Sheila has a nice uh big um description that looks really nice and professional. Let's see what she's got to say over here. We'll make her the next caller. Hey Sheila.
10: Hey, I'm glad to, you? to talk to you. Great, great. Uh, <laughs> got a very consistent program here. Um, I'm the host of the Unsanctioned Citizen Podcast. So this is a welcome at to anybody who wants to listen to people who have been actively sanctioned. Um, I'm still trying to get uh, Keanu Reeves to respond. He was sanctioned by the People's Republic of China for talking about Tibet. He's got a Matrix um, movie coming out and they're just gonna. They just stripped him of all the platforms, and in Asia, that is just like sudden death. You know, not to be on mobile, not to be on all platforms, is like sudden death. But I yeah. want to call in because you had uh, mentioned Governor Abbott, and I had I had DM'd you about that topic. So I wanted to ask you um, about your bent on Abbott's move to, to dump uh human foot traffickers, you know, in DC. I wanted to ask you about that.
2: Oh, okay. So um I feel like that's just political theater and it's actually um I'm a heavy uh every since the I start paying a little more attention to what Abbott was doing Um, closely after he has shut down our state. Um, They were mandating masks just to go to the grocery stores in Texas, but they're acting like Texas is so free and amazing. And I watched him and listened to him ignore us um, as people. They're trying to push things through Congress um, that were good for the people. And he just wasn't doing it. And so now we have this issue where they just consistently blame Joe Biden's administration regime um about the illegal immigration issue that we have crossing the border. Now when you have millions of people crossing the border, um I, that's that's gonna be considered an invasion. Uh-huh. And in Texas, which actually I actually uh let me go pull up the actual piece I'm talking about the Constitution. In Texas, um I, I I give him crap. Um I give Ted Cruz crap all the time. <laughs> um because they sit there I mean, for me, like I said, I, I, I get it. Biden what he did, he has his part. But then the Republicans, when you sit there and only want point fingers and act like you're not doing anything wrong, this is this is that's insane to me. So I reposted Ted Cruz. He said he sent a letter to Biden. I'm trying to find it, you guys. Give me one second. Um, here it is. Um, he he uh, said he sent a letter to Cruz about the immigration issue, and I said Ted Cruz, where's your letter to Greg Abbott? Cut the political theater. So, Texas Constitution, Article 4, Executive Department, Section 7, Governor, as Commander-in-Chief of Military Forces, he shall be Commander-in-Chief of the Military Forces of the state, except when they are called into actual service of the United States. He shall have power to call forth the militia to execute the laws of the state to suppress insurrections and to rebel invasions. So, Greg Abbott's been in office for 26 years. He's been a, a judge at one point for Texas. He's also been okay. uh, AG before. And okay. then with that, with that kind of background, I think he would have known what he can do. He decided to, to do, you know, to um, unconstitutionally shut down our, country, our our state, lock okay. up business owners who wanted to stay open and make sure people have food the tables. But you can't protect the border, but you want to sit there and just blame Biden. And keep the problem going. You don't care about people. Children are being trafficked there. People are dying and people are finding bodies in mountains over there.
8: Mm. And then
2: too, when you have a cartel um um figuring out who they want to cross the border, that's who's deciding who gets to come in America is their cartel. That's not safe. So that's my big issue But for him, people thought it was funny. But for me it's like um it's theater. And he has the authority to do something he's just chosen not to. And the Republican Party has not held him accountable for it either. Hmm. Yeah,
10: I, I'm I'm real interested in everything you have to say because I'm a native Texan and I've watched my entire life these these uh ebbs and flows, these crests. You know, I, I wanna throw out another uh note kind of covering the whole hypocrisy. There's a lot of people who are yelling and screaming about, you know, the ecosystem at the border. Do you think thousands of people crossing the Rio Grande in that area, which is a delicate ecosystem, it is, nobody's mentioned the fact that, that these people are destroying the, the land and the water there. Nobody's, nobody's even bothered mentioning it. Okay? So, mm-hmm. not, not Greg Abbott, Greg, not the Greeks not Biden, not anyone, no one, no one has said that. And that is really, you know, for all the green stuff that's being thrown around, the fact that the Sierra Club conservatives could have grabbed that. They could have said, listen, guys, you know, this is, it is protected area. You know, why don't we, why don't we pull on the heartstrings of some of our Greener fellows, and and try to get them to to make sane that the ecosystem down there is no no totally untalked about, just not on the leaderboard whatsoever. Um, the other value that I've watched kind of like go up and down over the years is uh you know the level of traffic. It has ballooned and then declined, ballooned and then declined my entire life, the whole time. And each side has had their turn completely and utterly failing, just failing. So I hear everything you're saying, and I'm thinking the same things, a lot of the same things that you were thinking, in that Ted Cruz and Greg Abbott and all the rest of the congressional leadership that that is Texas, the U.S., need to go to Biden as, as like, some sort of caucus or coalition just just our elected representative government and put together policy for Mexico they really do you know it's been kind of floated that we need to reorder or rework t- Mexican foreign policy because they're just kind of like a de facto narco state over there and we don't you know it's kind of a patina of legitimacy like the cops are involved and then there are people who live on the border. You've heard these stories. They get real mum about enforcement because, you know, some of the cops are corrupt. Some of the DEA is involved. Sometimes it's intelligence agencies that are foreign intelligence agencies. And then then you have these, these, uh, these intrigue movies that come out of Hollywood, uh, like, like, what is it? Uh, you know, it's escaping me right now. But it's, it's kind of dark. Yes, there's human trafficking. Yes, all of the drug underworld underbelly is right there. But nobody's dealing with Mexico. Like, they're just not dealing with Mexico. And I'm like, why? I mean, they're the, the largest, largest trading partner. You have a relationship with them. They are an ally. Why are they so reluctant to deal with Mexico? I'm just asking for free. I
2: I love I like I like her. By the way, to me, women don't come in here, and I love that you came up here and you want to speak your mind. And I was going to pull something up because you're talking about that. I need to do some digging because something happened in uh, 1969 that I don't know what happened. But uh, I was going. Let me go ahead and put this in the in this section too. But all the Texas stuff in it. Um, there was a uh, Article 13 Spanish and Mexico land titles, but it was repelled back in August 5th of 1969. You can't even click on it; it's gone. So, wow. um, So I'm going to guys give y'all the link so y'all can check that part of it out yourselves, okay? But I was yeah. So there there were some things that were talked about. But I need to figure out more on that piece. About that, you know, Philip. Philip knows a lot about that because he does live in South Texas. Mm-hmm. He's right here. Let me make him a speaker so that he can speak on it too, uh, because they they also share water down there. um So this, me and Philip have discussed these things before, actually. um But the people mainstream mean mainstream media folks they don't speak on it. But go ahead and let Philip answer her question. And can you, if you already know what happened with the whole repelling? That stuff in 1969, can you elaborate on that, Philip, please? Well,
5: the 1969 thing, I really don't know a whole lot about it because it's very hard to uh, to get the correct information on it. The only thing that I know is what the locals here in, in South Texas say, which is, you took our land, you sons of bitches. And that's <laughs> pretty much the gist of what I get. Um so I really can't elaborate on it too much. You know, it's kind of one of those things where, where you you think you know about it, but you really don't know about it. And so, I, if I if I, if it's not factual and I don't know, I just say I don't know. It's easier that way.
1: Now,
2: yeah, now definitely. When, Can you answer yeah. a question about what's going on with the land and resources down there?
5: Okay. Now I do know this because I am a farmer down here. So, as we all know, the Rio Grande runs runs on our border and the way that it is written, um we share um we share water rights with Mexico. So it's like they get half the water, we get half the water. But somebody somewhere decided that it would be really great to give Mexico the control over the water so they get the control just exactly how much our half is. Which is never anywhere close to half. So anytime that here in in South Texas that we're having a drought, which by the way, we have three growing seasons. I mean you can grow corn three times a year, you can grow soybean three times a year. They grow everything down here. And it's like a pretty well nonstop growing season. But if we have a um if we have a shortage of water or a drought, they cut our water back to where you really don't have enough to grow good crops once a year, much less three times a year, and then guess what they do? They water the hell out of their crops and then they sell their grains to us. So go figure. And as far as Mexico being our ally, move to the border and then <laughs> you'll see how much of an ally the Mexico Mexico is of ours. They're they're not an ally. I mean, maybe on paper they are, but they're not. Because, look, I've said it a million times, the wall is a great symbol. But that's it. I mean, if you ever come down here, I'll take you to the wall. It's not far from my place. As a matter of fact, I've got leased land where the wall is like... I
10: don't need the wall. The wall is Trump's thing. The wall is like people in in California, you know, making a big phallic symbol. I I just it's so irrelevant. It's such a large, huge... Government ways. I
1: don't don't
5: agree with it. There you go. Well, I think it's a good symbol, but I don't think it's as effective as people, as as certain people make it out to be. Now, because I live here and I see that people can climb the damn thing. And what what we have to do, if we're going to have people coming across, whether it's drugs or illegals, we have to be very careful. Because I had a conversation about somebody with somebody else. Well, why don't just a bunch of us just show down there and shoot them? Well, you can't shoot them because... Are they breaking the federal law by coming here? Yes, they are. But how are you going to differentiate between number one, the locals, number two, good people, and bad people? Like, How are you going to do it? You can't do that. So what we have to do is we have to And I, and I know that most of the people that are coming across the border are not Mexican. I do know that. But it is the Mexican government that shares our border, the Mexican country that shares our border, and they should be held responsible. And America and American citizens should let them know, if you don't do what you're supposed to do, and you don't stop this cartel shit, and you don't start all that, stop all this shit, we're going to consider it what it is. It's an invasion <laughs> of our country, and we're coming south. It's that simple. Listen, they will stop. They will absolutely stop.
10: Is there a petition to call this an invasion, a legal, the legal definition of invasion? Is there a petition of any kind?
5: Well, no, and it never will be because we're ruled by either the Democrat Party or the Republican Party, which is the same party, just FYI. Um, what is it I say?
0: And, uh, and separate-
2: real quick, real, Philip real quick, too. When I, with the Constitution, it doesn't say you have to have a petition, though. Um, to have to call it an invasion, it doesn't say anything about that.
5: Okay, yeah, it doesn't say anything about that. But Sheila, I do know what you're getting at with the petition thing. But but we do have to understand that that we're being run by by two different parties, and at the end of the day, they're separate cheeks on the same ass. They all have one common goal, whether you want to believe it or not, and that's to separate the people because united. And I know 100% of American people are not going to be united. I know that. it's It just is what it is. I'm not stupid. But when I say united, I mean the masses. If we're united, then our government can't stop us and no foreign government can stop us either. We're too powerful. We just have to see past this this dog and pony show, this, this smoke and mirrors that we've been fed for the last... 180 plus years or whatever it's been that you're either one side or you're the other like we just have to stop that shit because it's not true it's not the case we're one people that's what we are we're one country and we're one people and if we get back to that nothing can stop us we can have a little petty arguments on, on Twitter or, or Facebook or whatever that's fine but at the end of the day we have to stand together we don't have to agree on everything we just have to have one common goal And that is to run our country. So I'm going to step off my soapbox now.
10: I I agree with that. (laughs) You know, I would say that you get a lot of pushback from people who are leftist, who who won't let you, won't let the peas touch the carrots. They're more racist than anyone. And uh, they're trying to put us in compartments and then mix up the genders. So that's, you know, they can't lead. You, you got to make sure that they are not leading right now. So I'll well, just I, I that agree. Yeah. They, they're buying up farmland. Go
2: ahead, real quick. I would love for you guys both to definitely come back up here. We can should definitely find a, a have a Texas conversation too. Um, but Sheila, um, you're not. I don't know if you're going to believe this or not, but him and I get a bunch of pushback from Trump supporters too. Oh, um, that's we,
5: exactly what I was fixing yeah. to say. It it's ain't sad
2: just a laugh. This side.
10: I am so sorry to hear that. They should be well Trump supporters are about Trump. <clears throat> you should know that.
1: And if yeah. if it
10: doesn't glorify it, and and uh you know give a a phallic delivery model to Donald Trump then it's not going to be it's not going to be A+ it's not going to be Fox News ready it's not going on Hannity. So um but you know what I they can still be our friends we can still disagree yeah <clears throat> we can still disagree
2: definitely I'm gonna follow your page and I, I already i already pulled up your uh podcast website I'm gonna check it out um we, we just, let's inbox each other and uh work some things out I'm so glad you came up here um I do need to get to some other folks and we do need to hop off here soon but okay. I really appreciate your input you're awesome like I'm serious, girl. Like Most times our space has barely any women. And if there are women, they don't speak unless you're a host. And I think I've only had one female host so far. Well, you're so, welcome to come on
10: my podcast here, you know, and, and discuss the, like, Texas issues because I'm so hung up on this right now.
2: <laughs> yes, definitely. Let's, let's schedule a time to do that. This is awesome. Okay. Ah, Sheila, so nice to meet you. I can't yeah. wait to have you on again. Yeah, we'll talk Oh, by the way, tomorrow, Adam Kringler, I don't know if you know who he is. He's going to be on tomorrow. We're going to talk about the Biden crime family, Hunter Biden, um, Ashley Biden, and all that good stuff. So you guys, make sure y'all come back tomorrow at 7.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. We have not heard from Steve yet. Then we're we'll going to go with Robert and then uh, Cole. And then we're going to close down the house. Okay. All right, Steve, go ahead. Steve, I have comments, so I'm going to speak first to the comments real quick, because there's a little lot. Um, let's see here. Michael did have to leave, by the way, in case y'all missed that. Um, I think we've... Okay, is going to speak, so I'm not going to read these. Um, okay, you're talking to each other.
1: Okay, okay, Steve, are you good? Going once, going twice, Robert, you're next. Robert. All right, can, all right. Can you hear me?
2: I can. Go ahead.
12: Okay. I want uh, my audio drivers have been acting crazy, so I just want to make sure.
2: Okay, Robert. So, quick. Uh, by the right way, what are you using right now? Because you sound loud and clear. Like um, this sounds amazing.
12: Uh, I'm, I'm using my Yeti Nano mic on my, uh, PC.
2: Wow. Okay. I need not learn how to do that. Where's Charlie? Well, Charlie, do you, Charlie, do you hear this? Someone's able to talk on this thing really clear on their computer. I didn't know you could do that.
12: Well, uh, matter of fact, let me turn the volume down so I don't rape you alls <laughs> ears.
2: Yeah, it was really uh, loud. Yeah, uh I'm curious yeah. like how you did that. And Charlie, I don't know if you knew this already. Maybe you and Robert can talk. I don't know. Uh, but go ahead, hey, Robert.
12: Yeah, yeah. Well, let's 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 reschedule a time for to get the tech together cuz that's what I was going to te- help you that with that. But uh
2: Okay, you can't do it tonight? Oh no.
12: I can if you want. but uh Okay. Uh, <laughs> we don't but, have
2: to be on camera. We can just do the zoom like tonight if you oh, of to. course
12: of course
2: okay cool go uh, ahead
12: <laughs> but uh but anyway uh first of all i thought that it was i thought there was uh sheila she brought out a really good point about the environment there's there's a major misconception among the left uh among the far left that us conservatives hate the environment no, we don't. Uh, I love blue skies and clean water as much as any. You think I don't, you think I wouldn't love to get rid of the industrial waste the, the, in the Chesapeake Bay and actually be able to look at blue waters again? Because if you, because, uh, I hate go, I hate going to the Chesapeake Beach for that very reason. The disgusting water, uh, water. You know, so it, and the skies, I mean, the, the chemtrails pissed me off too, but that's another story altogether, but but it's just all this, all this garbage that's being dumped into our environment. Yes, I, I'm not, I am not some bleeding heart, uh, liberal, but at the same time, I still enjoy, uh. A park with beautiful green trees and fresh grass and 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 clean lakes. Uh, I used to go. Up, there was a lake near my where I used where uh, back while I was growing up. There was a lake I used to go to. So now you
2: sound funny. Hello. Now you sound funny. Now you sound a little robotic. Ah!
12: okay okay is this good
2: hello say that one more time hello you still sound like a robot you sound like a robot okay dang i wanted to know what else you had to say but that sounded good at first
5: hey donnie Um, i think we just learned a very important lesson never compliment uh robert's mic it always fails us (laughs) when we do
2: (laughs) right i guess i won't do that again Robert, come back up here. Okay, there he is. Um, let me make it. There you go, Robert.
12: <laughs> okay, is this good? Yes. Okay, I'm sorry. my My internet's been crap lately. Uh, for Verizon, the funny thing is, we're paying uh, at my house. We're paying over 200 bucks a month for one gigabit FiOS. And we're getting crap speeds, so and the reliability is pathetic. So every now and then that's going to happen. But what I was saying was uh, that that uh, liberals think liberals think we hate the environment. But I I used to go to the park all the time back back in my hometown. Uh, the park had a big, beautiful lake. Uh, it had green trees, green grass. I mean, and the, and the, che- and I hate that. I hate the fact that the, that when you go to Chesapeake beach, the water's green. I, I want to clean up industrial waste as much as anyone. You know, you don't have to be a bleeding heart liberal to want a clean environment. Uh, yes, you know, we're, we're, they left likes to paint us like uh like we're a bunch of people that's that sniff gasoline and smoke meth it's like dude that's just not the case I'm all for nuclear energy matter of fact I've even gone so far as to there there was one art festival where I was talking to uh a group of uh a group of green energy people that they had a booth right so I started talking to them and and I said uh, hey have y'all consi- have y'all ever considered uh, high- expanding hydroelectric and investing in geothermal because geo because and I even told them that if Maryland brags about being one of the greenest states in the country, Why can't we, uh, you know, we could put ourselves on the map uh, by being the first state to invest in green energy, but uh, invest in geothermal. It would it could power it could power New York and Los Angeles because uh, just 300 kilometers below the Earth's surface it is nearly 400 degrees that is that is enough steam to to get turb, uh, to make turbines run so we could do it it's just a matter of do they want to listen but no they want solar and wind you know so it's not like so we don't hate the environment uh, uh I mean, I I actually, and I despise the real estate people for the fact that they're that they're acting like we have the landmass of Pennsylvania, and and if but but we are the third smallest state in the entire country, you know. So what do they think that's going to do to pollution? Uh, it, and. You know, that's just, and then also you got all these people cramped in one tiny place, you know? So there's, uh, so the problem is the left acknowledges some of the problems, but their solutions are idiocy. So, and so Sheila, you're right. The The right could use the left's environmental talking points and say, Hey, we agree with you. We want to clean environments, but we want to do something, but we want to do it in a way that's not going to harm humanity either. So that's, that's the big, that's a big thing for me. And, and by the way, Donnie, uh, the when I had Adam on, tell, and you were talking about doing things at the state level, uh, you were talking about whatever taking whatever gains we can get well, I'll tell you uh, for Adam, Adam that discussion I had with Adam he's I think he's a very good guy you know so you know we gotta take what we can get uh, when it comes to uh, when it comes to candidates so we gotta slowly infiltrate uh, the system.
2: so Much for coming up here and dropping the knowledge as always. Um, I, I couldn't say the whole time for the show because I had one like read right afterwards or it would have been there the whole time. But uh yeah, I I I heard some things, I had some questions, I didn't hear the answers to it, but I'm quite sure we all talk about it later. Um we have uh Cole next on deck. Um and then Philip, did you want to say anything to Robert before we switch over to Cole?
5: Good seeing you, Robert. <laughs> you're talking about um um how the left likes to say that that we don't care about the environment it's very hard for me to understand that um me being a farmer and everything like my livelihood is made off the well-being of the environment so it it, that that one's hard for me to wrap wrap my mind around but but it also you know it it fits one side's agenda and it goes right back to they use anything that they possibly can, and they dumb down to to society to keep us split.
2: Yeah, sorry, my mic was taking a while to uh, turn on, but yeah, definitely. And um, if you think about where do people really live, um, a lot of time they live out in the nature opposed to people who live in the cities. Um, like, how much do you love the environment? If you're building um, cement buildings and brick buildings everywhere and have cement uh, highways and all this stuff, making the environment not so pretty. Um, So, yeah, that's a good point. And that's another reason I wanted to see if you wanted to say something on that, because we've talked about this before. And there's a great meme out there that says, oh, you guys say you love the environment, but this is where you live. This is where I live. And I think that makes sense. But, Robert, I appreciate you um, for coming up here. Um, Radio Freedom says I would really like to hear Phillips take on soil depletion. Hey, um, uh, Philip, can you go ahead and cover that real quick?
5: Can you say that again? I was talking to James. I'm sorry.
2: Um, he would like to hear your uh, take on soil depletion.
5: My take on soil de- soil soil depletion. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, well, that's kind of. That that question you have got to get into the area that you live in. Okay, that's a farming question, and and I'll use just where where we live at an as an example. We have high winds pretty much all year round. It's extremely flat, so there's nothing to block the wind. So we have to be very 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 careful that we don't lose our top soils, our minerals in our soils, our um, you know the things that we put in the soils to make stuff grow, like fertilizer and so forth so what that what that boils down to is you have to have farmers that it goes right back to caring for their environment that knows how to plant crops to do the crop rotations and so on and so forth to keep that from happening you know so um what a lot of people don't understand if they don't understand farming you do what you call rotational crops so you take you 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 plant one crop that takes this out of the soil this, this particular mineral out of the soil. Okay. The next time that you plant, you plant a crop that puts that mineral back into the soil, you know? Um, um, so that, that's, that's not, it's an issue, but it's an issue that's not under control. It's just one of those issues that, that again, certain people use to benefit themselves, to fit their agenda. Um, Farmers do know what they're doing for the most part. Um, and if we deplete the soil, then guess what? We don't have a crop next year. So it would be stupid to even do it.
2: Absolutely. Thank you, Philip, for that. I'm uh, going to add Cole. Then I see Jay Mile hopped up. Cole, please go ahead.
6: All right. So we got to um, figure out how we can get more people on these writing candidates like Israel Cruz and stuff since Donald Trump endorsed Dr. Oz, and both candidates up oh, there, the Democrat and Republican nobody likes, so if some, Johnny, uh, have you give me an idea and toss it my way for Israel to get on the ballot or I can pitch him, that'd be great. Because he'd be a great senator because he did not wanna work for the people. But
2: Um, I think we should we should figure out a day and time together with Israel. We should do a private uh Twitter space and uh, discuss it together to kind of brainstorm. Yeah. Let's do it sometime this week, but definitely not um after seven thirty. So probably around five thirty we can do a private one. All right. Okay. Just shoot me an email with um a inbox with you and Israel in it. We can schedule a time together, um, to do a private discussion on a space. Um but yeah, that's important. I've we've spoken to Israel. He's he seems like he's a really get, great guy, and uh, really cares about people in this country. Um, he does take the time to come on things like um, spaceships and talk to the people. So we need to definitely highlight this kind of folks. Hey, Cole, I can hear back, and I'm Let me meet your mic. I can you do it because then I have to move you over if I do it. Thank you. Um, but yeah, we definitely should. And then also to you guys. We we have a thing called Ballotpedia. So when you're looking to figure out who we want to represent, represent you, like the media tells you who they want you to know. They tell you that everyone like a Trump or anyone who's famous or popular person tells you who you should vote for. And that's a part of the problem, which is actually our problems um, that we've caused ourselves as to needing someone to think for us. So you can actually go and look in these different, you can pull up your state, pull up what, um, elections you have coming up. Um, 2022 is more than certain people. Go up and look up everyone who's running for a seat in your state for the 2022 November election. And then decide, um, by looking at that list and reaching out to them, um, who you want to, uh, to actually support and get behind. And think about those people who are like a Donnie or Philip or Israel um people who run who run for office who have a smaller name you're most likely going to get a hold of us and those other people because they do see themselves as celebrities you watch them they start getting questioned and pressure and their handler comes up behind them and pulls them away but as if there's some kind of confrontation like no one's trying to fight but people should be able to talk hey why are you preaching about taking my rights away on national tv but then you run and you don't answer to it you can't vote for those people if people will never answer to you. They're not going to do it while they're on the campaign trail. They're not going to do it while um, they're in office. I'm telling you why I've, I've called Ted Cruz. I've, ta- I've called John Cornyn um, numerous times um, back in 2020 about the election and neither one of them answered. And this, I'm going to let you know this too. Ted Cruz voicemail was a fool. So these people do not answer to us. They answer to the donors. They answer to who gave them all the money. And that's on both sides. I've watched people who were regular people who ran for office. Um ran for um, hey Cole, can you meet Mike?
3: Um, one I can, more.
2: I can hear background noise real quick. Um, but I've 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 watched the grass where people on the Democrat side get slided too and treated like that. So at the end of the day, like that's who we that's who we team up with. That's who we work together with and like, okay, fine, you guys don't want me Democrats, you don't want me Republicans, we'll do our own thing. We're independent. But there is more of us than there are, there is of them. There are also a lot of qualified voters who don't vote, who aren't even registered to vote that we can tap into. But we just got to go out and be humans and go talk to them, you know, and have events. I'm talking about we should be having tons of barbecues this summer, going to picnics here, offer people some free food while you're at the picnic and talk to people. And really, like, realizing, like, before you say anything about politics, you probably like each other. But then when someone's like, oh, I like Trump, you may have felt some way. Or someone goes, oh, I like Biden, you may have felt some way. Like, you know what, give him a play of food back. We got to stop that. That's on us. We've let them divide us like that. But, Cole, go ahead, give us your one more thing, and we're going to get to J. Mile and then Joe.
6: There's people like that. We don't their voices are not gonna echo like, like we want them to, and stuff. So we gotta find somehow to echo those voices because I know, like, the so many people in Texas. That, I heard that while running, got 5% of the validation and about 50% and stuff like that. So we just need to pretty much fix the system ourselves.
2: Go back and look it, look it into. I did talk about the writing option, and doing our own self audits. Thank you, Cole, by the way, um, and our own self audits and everything because um, I don't believe so many people got five percent of the vote. I actually there's some lady named Bianca Garcia. I really didn't really pay too much uh, close attention to her campaign, but uh, we sat there and watched her numbers go down. <laughs> like literally watched her numbers go down um how is that possible and went from being um, a top contender to uh the, the lowest contender and then i'm talking about the numbers not her not her ranking her actual vote numbers went down like they were adjusted so i know they're looking into that but um cuz texas yeah, i think that texas and florida are the most free uh, states probably in the nation they're probably the well texas is probably the most corrupt uh, state in this country but you may think new york california are but man texas is a different uh ball game i'm quite sure philip can uh, speak on that too but uh Jay miles please go ahead then joe and then we're gonna cut this off after uh, uh Jay mile and joe um i do appreciate everyone's your time for being here on a Sunday evening. Y'all could be doing anything else, but y'all are part of the constitutionalist community, having a, a discussion, listening in. And then you, not only that, you're on call-in app. You didn't just say, well, I'm not going to come because it's not Twitter spaces. Y'all came here. This is our community. I love it. And also in the future, when we're sharing um the space and everything, do me a favor. Don't just share it on Twitter. Share it on Facebook. Um, if you can somehow on Instagram share it on all your other platforms too, not just Twitter. Because I'm telling you guys, I don't have Facebook, but I share all the other platforms I do have. But they're more free speech ones and smaller. But I don't have Facebook, so I don't I don't share it over there. Um, so please, please, if you guys are gonna uh, be here and you're gonna um, help educate people and help grow the const the constitution's community, uh, please share it on all the platforms that you do have. But Jay mile. Welcome. I'm happy to see you again.
9: Thank you. It's uh, good to be back. Um, So, I just slipped into the end here, and I wanted to say that I'm looking forward to hearing some more of your shows and participating a little more. Um, I'm sorry I missed the conversation about revolution because I could have, uh, have a nice rant about. Um, that, uh, because that's an issue I'm far more of a liberal on, but I was happy to, but maybe next time I was happy to come in at the tail end here hear you guys talking about the environment, which is something that I think conservatives should be proud of. record for conserving that. Anyway, I'll close with a, a quick joke. A uh, liberal is someone who's talking about protecting the environment. A uh, conservative is someone who's seen it. All right, thanks for your time. I'll catch you on the next one.
2: Thank you, of course. And you guys, sometimes we'll have a conversation on something, and you know we're going to come back and hit it again um, because you you know what? I'm going to learn how Robert did his his sound system, and we'll come back with some clearer sound. Um, but besides my phone, we're going to have these conversations again, so yeah, just definitely look out for them. Um, I do try to schedule a lot of my shows in advance, so hopefully if you see something like that titled again, just hit that bell um to get the reminder that that show's coming up, so you can make sure you uh drop some gems for us next time. But I appreciate you for coming up again um Next up, we have Joe.
1: Yep, I just want to say
11: it's been fun. Um, I would like to have a night where you guys, uh, you and Philip especially, talk about solutions. Philip, since you're running for president, uh, point in time, I did take a solutions package to a state rep and a senator, uh, for my state, and I can tell you right now they couldn't give less of a shit. The only part that they paid attention to was the
1: financials. So. Philip uh I really hope you make it. But um I think
11: if, if you're going to compete, you're going to need a lot of training and we're here for you.
1: Well, I really
5: appreciate it, man. I really do. And I'm sure they wanted to to know about the financials because they were trying to see how much money they could put in their pocket. And and Joe, I'll, I'll I, I'm I'm I, I don't mind giving out my personal cell number. I do it to a lot of people because I really if I'm going to be a voice from the people, as you said, I need a lot of training. I need to be trained by the people. I do not want to be trained by some bureaucrat suit that spent a whole bunch of time in school teaching me how to lie to people. I, I want to be taught by the people.
11: Okay, um, I don't want your personal info. Honestly, I meet you here in these spaces like this.
0: Well, that's fine too.
11: But <laughs> it doesn't matter. the one for real she's our connector
2: all right i appreciate that um philip did you want to add anything else is there anybody begging you all the mic is uh muted to say hello
5: no he's in the house watching scooby-doo so right now he's a little bit <laughs> preoccupied
2: <laughs> i gotcha all right cool well is there anything else you want to add before we uh um close out in the anthem
5: no, I just I just want everybody to keep their head up and keep pushing forward. Look, we can do this. We we've we've proven time and time again how great the American people are. It's time for us to stand up and show, you know, our own oppressors, which are which so happens to be our government right now. We need to we need to stand up and show them just how great we are, and and our voice has to be heard. So, everybody, keep doing what you're doing. Keep pressing on, and and. Um, When I say I love everybody, I mean it genuinely. And I got your back. Whether I get elected or not, I still got your back.
2: Absolutely, you guys. I Again, I want to thank you guys all for being here. Joshua, Wanderer, Steve, Joe, Cole, Ice Judge, Sheila, James, Charlie, Mike robert j mile true there's other people here but i can't see you it says other one day you may have a profile and you want to come in and be a part of the conversation but i do appreciate y'all for listening in um god bless you all we're gonna end with the anthem and by the way please listen to the anthem i get it you know okay it's over but like i want us to try to remember memorize this memorize it and that's why one reason that i picked what we have okay for the most part I'll have to tell you all that, but just for those who are new, please 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 listen to it because it's it is a piece of our declaration of independence. Alright, here we go.
0: We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. That to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men. Pursuing invariably the same object evinces a design to reduce them under absolute despotism. It is their right, it is their duty, to throw off such government and to provide new guards for their future security. You're
1: tuning into The Constitutionalist with Donnie the Don. Don't be political property. Be free.